would Kathy would. Would Kathy would if would if Kathy would could would? would? Yeah, would Kathy yeah, would Kathy would buy wood if would Kathy would could buy wood and build an ark? That yeah. was good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna restart that sentence now. <laughs> so Kathy would let me try that again. Yeah, just give it give it another one. Oof. Yeah. Oof. All right. Welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tim. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Uh, well, today on the docket, we have ARCS BTC ETF, Ontario and their changes to BTC, OPEC may fail to deliver, we're going to talk about the jobs report, a New Jersey deli worth over $100 million, Robinhood got fined, and a little company called ASTS, or Space Mobile. Do you want to take us off with uh, your hometown, Ontario, changes to BTC, Tim? Yeah, sure. So uh, just very quickly, um, there was recently a, a letter sent, apparently, to um, all of the crypto exchanges that have recently popped up over uh, the past couple of years, since 2019, um, saying that all of these new exchanges have to qualify um, as a securities broker or a securities exchange. Uh, in some cases, both, depending on what services they provide. And very interesting that, uh, I don't know, kind of creates problems for individuals like myself who are participating in some of these exchanges because some of the things have been restricted. Right. It's kind of just like we're left in limbo for the moment until they sort of like figure out legally what's going on. Um, but yeah. So what, what does that mean, Tim? Like, can you not trade crypto at the moment? Uh, not right now, no. So I can sell any positions that I have open, but um, the current exchange okay. that I have, and I, I don't want to name names just to, I don't know, kind right. of protect sense. myself and, I don't know, things. Um, I can sell the positions that I have, but uh, I can't trade or enter any new ones. So it's a little unfortunate. Oh, wow. For someone like myself who tends to just buy and hold anyways, it's not a huge issue, but... For the time being, I, I can't uh, be depositing any more money, which is a little unfortunate. That That is unfortunate. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, what happens if Bitcoin goes down to 16 or 18K while this is happening? Like, are you going to move? Are you going to change locations to be able to purchase Bitcoin? I may have to. Would uh, Would I be able to stay with you? Absolutely. We have an extra, we have an extra room. No problem. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot warmer down here, too. Oh, well, I don't know. We're in, like, kind of a, a heat bubble right now. It's, like, terrible thunderstorms and just awful humidity. But anyways. I'd ask you what how hot it is up there, but you tell me in Celsius, and I'm not going to do that math right now. Yeah, like 32 Celsius? That's uh, like... Ah, that's what... That's nothing. That's what we freeze water at down here in the States. Yeah, so I was wondering, uh, how do you think that's going to affect the uh, BTC market? With, um, I mean, if everybody in Ontario can't buy anymore, do you think it's going to be a significant change? Yeah. So like the way things are regulated in Canada is that there's individual regulators, uh, for each individual province. So the regulator for Ontario has come out and made this very apparent that they're sort of, uh, increasing the regulations. Um, so until things are figured out and I would assume some of the larger, uh, exchanges, um, I'm sure you can imagine who I'm talking about, 
will figure this out a lot faster than some of the smaller exchanges, just because they have access to more money, a large legal team that can sort of like spearhead and check off all the certifications that they need. But in the meantime, I, I guess it, it's very weird. Like we don't have very many ways to buy it. Um, some people may have like corporations registered somewhere else or something like that, where they may be able to purchase through. I don't know. It's you'd have to have a exchange account set up through that corporation then. So it's going to take some time, but I don't know. I hope it gets figured out eventually. And I I can't see that they're just going to leave it. Like someone is going to go and tick off the criteria and become certified because everyone's going to then jump on that exchange. Like that's going to be a big sort of that thing. That makes a so, lot of sense. Yeah. And that sounds like it may be a good money-making opportunity if the exchange is public itself. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe an exchange that's already public. Big shoulder shot. There's a good market advantage there to the first adopter of somebody who can uh, take the market. Provide a solution. Ontario, a legal you know, solution. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, everybody will jump on. As long as you don't have like a shitty user interface, you know, you're probably going to keep people. Yeah. Because sure. people hate change. So even as more brokers open up and, you know, can start trading crypto again, it doesn't matter because you've already opened up a new account. That's where all your money is for trading crypto. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know uh, one person who has uh, your back, which is uh, Kathy Woods. I don't think you'll have to worry too much for the near future because uh, I heard Kathy Woods' ARC is opening up a BTC ETF. Oh, really? You know? Interesting. Uh, I think yeah. at least they're going to try to. The SEC has been very fickle uh, and downright strict about opening up any, a, a Bitcoin or a crypto ETF so far. Right. And uh, also, to for anyone new listening, uh, BTC is Bitcoin and ETF is an exchange-traded fund. It's kind of like a mutual fund. That's good information there. Yeah. Uh, which is a basket of a basket of stocks or in this case yeah. cryptocurrency i would guess like an index so cappy woods uh btc etf say that five times fast it's gonna be called arc b uh do you think it's mm-hmm. gonna be like a variation of different altcoins in bitcoin or do you think there's gonna be like miners uh, green energy like anything that has to do with the blockchain uh industry or ecosystem uh the way that the other funds that arc has is are all set up um they're different equities so i would imagine that uh they would hold a basket of goods that are maybe like graphics cards related uh chip related maybe even some bitcoin miners or um even like gbtc like the bitcoin fund um, as well as holding uh, some cryptocurrencies, but they would probably stick to more common ones, uh, probably like Bitcoin or Ethereum, maybe Litecoin, Cardano, things like that. Yeah, from what I've seen of uh, Kathy's other ETFs, which is that she usually goes pretty wide. She t- picks a sector and then uh, she'll try to pick anything out of that sector. It's pretty loose in like terms Cast of a wide net. Yeah. Yeah. What what she can define for that sector. But so I think anything that she sees in the cryptocurrency market will be eligible for a buy on that. Uh, mostly, I think it's a, it'll be interesting because there's uh, two main people in the zeitgeist of the net, the market now with uh, all these new retail traders. And that's like Kathy Woods and Elon Musk. You know, they're like home names. 
Right. And so it'll be interesting to see where, as Elon Musk has had so much influence with his tweets and everything, um, to see how throwing Kathy Woods in there will make a difference. Yeah. I mean, I love it every time Kathy Woods and her team comes out with a price target for Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's always, it's always, it's always, yeah, it's always like six figures, 500,000, I believe is the latest one. No timeline on that, but yeah, a very bullish sentiment from a very bullish team. Yep. Speaking of other ARK funds, what do you guys think about ARKX so far? And it's, uh, would would you say lackluster performance or is this exactly what you would expect from ARK because they're long term investing in, in, like growth companies you know they were in tesla i think what 10 years before uh before today right so you know growth happens over time was this what you were expecting from ArcX, or you're a little disappointed with this performance so far this what is about you, Tim? this is kind of exactly what i was expecting um they have like a long history of like just slow growth right off the beginning like they're not trying to be flashy and make 100 percent every year but whenever things start aligning for them they're they like get to, uh like arc g i'm pretty sure over the coronavirus like just skyrocketed i'm pretty sure it was arc g it might have been one of the other ones i i think it was all the arcs basically well what was the one that you specifically what was the what was the market that you were specifically talking about uh like the genomics one basically to do with um healthcare and like future gene editing right, yeah. type stocks that's like the main sort of goal of it but like over the coronavirus just exploded so like they don't really try to hit a home run right out of the gate they try to find things that like have a five ten year sort of extreme growth and i think the fact that um they're actively trading these each day they're kind of like monitoring and like it's an ever-evolving sort of thing where they're trying to find these key growers in an industry and arc x uh started trading uh just above 20 dollars. i think it was like 20 dollars and 60 cents and i think it dipped to uh like the low 19s in the first few weeks and now it's up at 21 again so fairly flat still <clears throat> yeah and i would say to that like i agree with tim on this is that this is exactly what i would expect from arc x which is a space etf you know where's the market in space right now I mean, it's going to be, it's so far in the future that I don't think that we've really reached there yet. And just like they had the ARC Genomics a while ago, Genomics is just now coming into its own as its own importance uh, with, uh, namely, like CRISPR, yeah, which uh, also has seen huge returns and also makes up a pretty good portion of ARC G. But uh, so I think Kathy Woods, you know, she sees what she wants in the future. She's not buying this so that she can make a quick buck over a day. She's going to look for opportunities and growing markets for space, but the space market isn't quite there yet. It's just growing right. and it's going to come eventually, but it's not going to come tomorrow or next week. It'll be in a couple months, years, you know. Well, will it so, come next week? I believe SPCE got uh permission for their first space launch space launch on july 11th isn't that right tim yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say uh there's currently a like billionaire space race if you will sort of going on i know uh elon musk richard branson and jeff bezos have all stated that they're trying to go to space and be the first billionaire to i don't know do a backflip in low atmosphere whatever they want to do 
Have you signed the petition to not let Je- Jeff Bezos back into the planet? Did you, did you hear about that? I did. I hear saw about some. That. I saw some clickbait article. I didn't waste my time clicking on it. But, no, but that was yeah. funny. I, I saw the same link, but <laughs> I didn't click it. Yeah, yeah. Good. Don't don't waste your time. We got to go read some of these articles and find some money on the on the market. Exactly. But that petition no is for rich people anyway. So. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, he can, if he can fly to space, he for sure can fucking fly back. I've had I've had several stocks go to the moon and come right back to Earth. So yeah, I can speak oh. from that personally. Yeah, that's the easy part. <laughs> so other than crypto as a commodity, I heard there's some shakeup with oil. Uh, as far as like OPEC's delivery and their anticipation to increase or not. Uh, currently, OPEC is, I think they were on track for a June delivery of 500 million barrels, but they might increase it. If they don't though, um, if they keep it like low, like they were having for the coronavirus, we could see 80, 85 a barrel. And I think that would make sense. I, th- I mean, I think they're trying to recruit some of their losses during uh, the travel freeze for uh, COVID. Yeah, I mean, I think what probably around, don't quote me on this, but probably sometime around this time last year, Right, wasn't oil like you know negative forty dollars a barrel? Yeah, right? now now, now it's back up to eighty eighty five dollars. That was mostly for people who already had futures contracts, but yeah, OPEC definitely sold a lot less last year. Yeah, and you know this year too, uh, according to the U.S. Right. government, crude U.S. inventories fell nearly seven million barrels in the past week, similar in, to the amounts in the, each of the prior two weeks. So I mean, you know, it's been dropping twenty one million over the last three weeks. Yeah, I can math right. guys be impressed. Whoa. <laughs> also, uh, though, I think it'll come back uh, because actually, I before I pegged June, July because it always goes up in uh, in the travel the months. Summer, the oil does the travel months, uh, and I had some ERX, which is a triple leveraged option, and those did really well actually. Uh, but the reason is is that so this summer especially is special. Because everybody sat at home for the last year, and now they're ready to travel. And just having come from uh, the Atlanta airport, I can tell you, there was loads of people. Luckily, Atlanta, you know, they were prepared for it. They had, like, huge uh, amount of security and people checking bags and everything to get everyone through. But there was, like, I don't know, I think in 30 minutes, probably a couple thousand people went through that airport security. So it was a... Yeah, really busy, real busy for the July Fourth weekend, and uh, you know Atlanta's one of the busiest airports. But I think uh, you know travel's going to do okay from here on out, uh, as long as that Delta variant doesn't come back to bite us. Well, it wasn't until you said something, Patrick. Wait, wait, wait! Jinx us. I was just going to say it's basically a big supply and demand game. Um, like the demand is expected to sort of increase, so. One would assume that they would increase the supply, but they can sell a, a lesser supply for like twice the price. So, right, that's just simple business, yeah. unfortunately. It, and unfortunately, right. OPEC always sort of operates this way like they're a for profit company. So, yeah, well, they're an organization of oil yeah. producers. Well, I guess, yeah, true. They're not a company. You're right. So, you're right. Super, super, super for, for profit. Yeah, speaking of for-profit companies, Robinhood. That's what I was thinking about. Robinhood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, we can. Robinhood. Uh, over again. 
but yeah, that's yeah, exactly where I was. That's the exact segue yeah. I was going to do. Speaking of corrupt speaking for-profit of, companies. Yeah. Speaking of corrupt for-profit companies, uh, Robinhood is about to pay, I think it was $70 million in fines. Wah, wah, wah. The, <laughs> the largest ever regulatory fine, which I hope goes up from here on out. Because, I mean, $70 million to Robinhood is going to be a slap on the wrist. Really, That's nothing. I was just going to second that yeah. there, Patrick. $70 million is... I'm surprised that's the largest regulatory fine that there's been. I mean, the SEC has. I'm no not teeth. surprised. Yeah, they're a bunch of chumps. Millions and millions of traders got screwed in that, and seventy million dollars is the fine. Yeah, I think it's actually like a fifty-three, and then twenty-six point six go to settlements for Robinhood users. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not even all fines. It's that's included in uh, settlement figures. But how how do you argue that? Because you know, like. What if you say GameStop was going to a thousand dollars a share, and they sold your shares at three hundred dollars or whatever? They disabled buying. Right? Like you couldn't do anything on the platform. Like it was just stupid. Right. You, yeah, you could sell. I, I'm not sure. Was this for that reason? Because I think the main one that was like proven was that, uh, I think back in March of like 2020, 2020, their site went down. You couldn't do fucking anything. And then it was one of those red days where, like, it was probably late. It was probably late March too. Oh yeah, man. it was like one of those bad red days, and a lot of people got really pissed. And uh, you know, and that was illegal because as a shareholder, you have the right to sell. Right. right. Well, I hope they get fined for March twenty twenty one too, or February, whenever that happened. I don't know. Yeah, there should be definitely the SEC. You know, has no fucking teeth and just oh beaten dog but sometimes you wish for a little bit more blood yeah yeah i think i think it's very acceptable i mean i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of, like the people in the sec used to work on wall street you know you have friendships and you develop yeah. relationships over 20 years of, of working across the street and grabbing beer uh every lunch period you know but hey i guess We'll just have to see how this Robinhood IPO is. How are you guys? Are you guys excited about this Robinhood coming Woo-hoo! coming to the market? Gonna buy, Most gonna buy puts. Publicly hated stock, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna go. On one hand, I can see why people would want to buy it, and on the other hand, why would you want to buy it? It's a shitty company that can't even do what they do properly. Yeah, but they're so damn popular. I know. So right, it's like face Facebook has like like scientifically, it's like proven that Facebook has just ruined democracy in the world, and yet that stock just to the moon, man, that stock will not stop. Or it could pull a Twitter, very popular, poor, poor, poor price performance. So Tim, that's a really really good point about Twitter. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, like with these popular stocks, like just because they're a big namesake company household name whatever you want to call it doesn't mean they're going to perform well it doesn't it doesn't but it does help it does help for sure for sure (coughs) palantir (coughs) oh would you would you say palantir is a household name that's just the coronavirus okay just yeah just because you're a good company doesn't mean you have good stock price and vice versa Speaking of a good stock price, uh, have you guys heard about the New Jersey Deli that may be doing a SPAC IPO deal transaction to go public, we'll say? 
kind of like a reverse merger. Kind of like a reverse merger, yeah. Are you talking about Jersey Shore? I, I, I'm pretty sure they're already. I'm pretty sure they're already a public company, I see what or you they're did not. There. I have no idea. I just wanted the pun. Uh, <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. Uh, uh, oh, is that also a pun? See, because it's by the shore. Double pun. Yeah, that's what we'll go with there. Puns for days. I got racks on racks on racks uh, of puns. Yeah. And I'm stock Daisy picks. from all these puns. But no, so you're probably not talking about Jersey Shore. What, what? Why should this deli be a public company? Crime is what? the secret ingredient. That's the confusion. Yeah, we don't really know why <laughs> this deli is trying to I mean, go public. How much? How much revenue do they make a year? Like, what, $22,000? Uh, well, their most recent report, uh, I'm just going to grab the number here, uh, but it was in the first three months of this year, they made $5,305. Okay, so they're on track for about twenty k this year. Yeah, but like... All right, what's their what's their valuation right now? A little over $100 million. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So, I don't know, someone can do the math there, but how long would it take them at, what, 20K a year profit to uh, turn yeah, $100 million? <laughs> What's their PE there? <laughs> the PE ratio is like, like I don't know, 10,000? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's almost as high as Tesla's. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Tesla's topped out at like 1,200 at one point, I think. Jesus. I know, yeah. yeah it'll only take 1,000 years. <laughs> No problem. Crazy. So that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I'll say almost guaranteed the secret ingredient here is crime. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a shell corporation that, you know, one of the things, I mean, you could launder money this way or just like increase revenue or anything. And that's just my, my opinion. I don't have any evidence for that, but I mean, I can't find any logical reason anyone would value that at a hundred million dollars unless you know you were told to value that at a hundred million dollars yeah go tim yeah so sorry i i I was just reading this a little bit more thoroughly and it's twenty two thousand dollars in sales for the year oh oh, not even gross profit and uh in 2018 uh the deli actually lost more than a hundred thousand dollars nice so it's it's not a profitable company (laughs) I mean, it's it's just like GME then. It's a, it's a failing deli that is IPOing <laughs> or going public, not an IPO, but yeah, geez. Yeah, I think they're I think it's through a reverse merger. Yeah, but very fishy as to why a shell company is now trying to be a sandwich shop. I just did the math, guys, and you know what? It's only five thousand. Only five thousand years. Yeah, only five thousand years. You know, uh, twenty twenty k for a hundred million. What is that like? My great 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 grandchildren might be able to <laughs> see some profit. I think it might just be easier yeah. to make five thousand restaurants and do it in one year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> duh, duh. Come on, guys. Maybe that's their goal. Yeah, right. Who knows, right? Franchise out. Yeah, let me get a loan. Wasn't it that uh, the the like semi spec or whatever they're trying to do uh that came after the valuation when people started looking into them they were like oh no we're gonna we're gonna buy out a different company that's why it's worth so right much. oh okay but they don't i don't think they said like what company it is yeah uh, i mean you know it's all so the speculation is just absurd yeah it's just you know it's not like game. what we saw with uh astr this last week 
Oh yeah, AST. You mean ASTS? No, no, I do have a good segue. MST. No, ASTR. Uh, it used to be HOL, the SPAC HOL. Oh, oh, oh. Holicity or something. Yeah. Now it's Astra. Uh, all right, Tim. Well, do you have any less sketchy stock picks for me this week then? <laughs> well, I don't know if I would uh, really classify it as a stock pick. <laughs> Let's just cut this No? Whole okay. Thing. Do you have any less sketchy stocks you want to talk about? Uh yeah, there was uh, recently a uh, couple price target updates uh, for the ticker ASTS, which is uh, AST Spo- Space Mobile. I'll say that again. It's AST Space Mobile. And basically, it's a telecom uh, company. Um, they use Vodafone and a few other um, networking agencies, whatever you want to call them. And what they're trying to do is have a satellite link uh, telephone network globally. And I don't know, recently it uh, hasn't been posting much news. It's uh, uh, trading around uh, $13. I don't know what it finished out on uh, Friday here. But um, Citron has actually had a recent price target for it for $50. And Deutsche Bank um, has raised this price target to $35. So just by looking at those numbers and some simple math, that's like over 100% increase just in price targets. Now, these price targets are probably a few years out still, but um, I don't know. It's a it's a good idea, but there may be some uh, subtle competition that's sort of already doing something very similar. Um, I know we talked about like Starlink. Starlink. Uh, right. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it could be something very interesting because Starlink in uh, SpaceX are uh, a private company. So it may be a thing where they sort of contract out the satellite network to them. And all of a sudden they already have all their satellites up and boom, online. Well, so here's the thing about Starlink and why I don't think that Jeff Bezos or uh, anyone else can really match Elon Musk is because sure, it's a great idea and He's already doing it, though. And then you have to manage all the satellites and ship them up into space. Mm-hmm. But Repairs, if needed, too, right? Yeah. Like deorbiting so, satellites, because that's going to be a thing. I doubt they'll repair them, because it would be too hard to repair while it, they'll just crash them down and send a new one up yeah, before true. they'll repair it. Yeah. Um, uh, haven't you seen Interstellar? <laughs> they can repair it. It works yeah. out fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no problem. Um, but so they ju- you just can't compete with the economy that uh elon will have with the yeah with the vertical and or horizontal integration or is it vertical anyway i would say it's vertical vertical because it's literally space yeah oh no vertical integration just means like is not when everything in the comment oh you're it's a pun it's a joke Uh, i see what you did there (laughs) 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 did did you know ast (laughs) and science announces 1000 patent claim hmm 1,000. That's a lot of patent claims. That is. It's loads. That is loads of patents. Vodafone and AST Space Mobile unveil launch plans. Sounds like a cool company, Tim. Thanks. I don't know. Just something uh, well, I mean, sort of stumbled upon in my like searchings, I guess, through the internet. Figured I mean, and just because uh, Starlink might be more profitable, it doesn't mean that this can't go up. Just like we were talking about, this is a hot market. For and sure, yeah. They could still have a good something. Yeah. It could be, uh, I don't know, maybe they have a good network or something else, or they get bought out by uh, Starlink or who knows. But 
uh, I think always follow, looking for what the big fish are doing is never a bad thing. And Citron and Deutsche Bank are very bullish on it. It's not even, it's like a far price target. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth looking into. Yeah, Before and Tim? it's kind of like they're not really going after the same target market as what Starlink is. Because they're trying to provide broadband internet to everywhere. Or like, sorry, wireless internet globally. So they're trying to provide, uh, AST Space Mobile is trying to provide um, like telecommunications. So like cell phone service everywhere. So it's it's a slightly different market, but they could work very well hand in hand together if they sort of, I don't know, have a corporate relationship. But mm-hmm. that's pure speculation. And I just think it would be a good fit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if uh, they teamed up with Elon Musk and starlink i think it would go well beyond the 50 price target oh yeah just for news when having musk's name attached to your back yeah for sure but uh you wouldn't start what happened with aei i mean the current price is 14 but you wouldn't happen to know the market cap would you off the top uh not off the top of my head but i'll i'll look it up right now while we're talking yeah because people always get caught on the uh yeah, so the price uh, of the stock, but it's market cap that's actually important. It closed at thirteen twenty-five at the end of the day, Friday on the second of July, and looks like point six seven B, so six hundred seventy million dollars. It's pretty low oh, market no. cap. So this is two point twenty-three billion on Robinhood. Two point two billion on two point two three on uh, for ASTS major yeah for asts because i also have 6.8 or 680 million let's look at uh i'm on nasdaq now let's see what they say yeah i look on yeah weeble but it's not pulled up and it takes forever also yahoo finance has a price target of 35 posted also maybe worth mentioning yeah Uh, yeah so yeah yeah nasdaq says market cap of six eight hundred six hundred eight million yeah so okay so yeah i think it's probably about 680 i was gonna say two billion is pretty big what what is that considered to be uh, a mid-cap company then 200 mil or 600 mil 700 mil that'd be emerging growth because it's under 1.05 billion okay so yeah it's uh yeah i think definitely looks something to look into for sure keep an eye on Mm mm-hmm Tim, what I need you to find me is a space mining company because I'm just swamped in all this other DD. I haven't been able to get to it this week. Space mining, but I'm trying company. to find me. I think, yeah, I think astro. I think astro mining. You know, I'm looking for that next. Like, what's the next hot sector? Like EV. Like, I'm looking for a CLSK that went up a hundred, like fifteen hundred percent. You're looking too far in the future, buddy. <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's okay. Next, I'm patient. Next, next hot sector. What do you think the next? Do ArcX if you want to do Astro. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's your best bet. They're they're the closest thing you can kind of get right now. Like, wait a hundred years, man. You're like fifty. I can sell you a star. You want to buy a star for me for fifty bucks? I'll sell you one right now. I'll give you a little certificate. You can buy that. I will tell you right if you can make it out to my wife, you've got (laughs) fifty bucks right now. (laughs) If I go online and find that it's twenty five, you're pocketing the other twenty five. I'll be upset. (laughs) It's 30, at, it's 30 bucks online. <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it 30 bucks? Yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah. I appreciate the hustle. What was that? Like, uh, do you take Doge? Do I take, yeah, of course. Yeah, send yeah it over I'll pay to you. Oh, 
I'll pay 15 oh, dollars. Oh, oh. One day that'll be worth Hold 50 on. bucks. Hold on a sec. <laughs> if you want a standard star, it's $30. But you can get a bright star oh. or a binary star for 80 or $90. Oh, what about a the binary deluxe star? star? That sounds like... Yeah, I want a supernova. No, not a supernova. <laughs> a dead star? Is that what you want? A dead star? No. I just want a rock. Give me some rock in space. <laughs> the colder, the better. Do they have any pulsars out there? I would like a pulsar. Pulsars, that's that. it. Yeah, I want a pulsar planet. One that can like shoot out a beam that blows up the Earth yeah. randomly. You yeah. will never see it coming. Hey, gamma ray death, it could happen any day. It's coming. There's no way to detect I'm... it because it's faster than light. Oh, dang. Yeah. So that just, for your bit of existential anxiety, there you go. Yeah. We could all die at any moment. Oh, God. Thanks. And Thanks for that. That and brain, brain and, and aneurysm should keep you yeah. enjoying <laughs> yeah. life. Should keep you yellowing. <clears throat> well, is there anything else um, we're talking about in the market? I mean, jobs report. Ugh, oh, yeah, jobs boring, report. Boring. Right. I mean, that's good that non-farm payroll increased. Uh, yeah, I mean, I went up. Up to 850000 last month. So. Yep. Congratulations. More jobs. They're good. I'm recently employed too, so that's good. Yeah, see, it's it's happening right here. I will. Uh, I'm gonna see you guys. Nah, we'll be here every week for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah be, for sure. We're be not good. going anywhere. We're gonna be like 80 years old, still doing this podcast. We're just waiting for it to take off, yep. boys. <laughs> Long space. Uh, I'm now. still. We I, finally I'd got ex- that asteroid mining <laughs> company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Major's been talking about for 10,000 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Finally. Like, I IDEX My finally Palantir gets $5. My Palantir bags finally, finally <laughs> took off oh, God. 80 years from now. They're above my asking price at 25 All right. Should we uh, cue the outro? Dun, 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 dun. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, and we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links in the description below. This has been the Roots Report. Stay rooted. Edit this out, Fen. Patrick lost his mic. It ran away. <laughs>